could see the size of that thing. Oh, man, that's so, so far as the cord can go. Hey, Mike, you should not be ashamed of the size of that ring light. That is right. that is substantial. A lot of people have much smaller. Yeah, yeah, that's what she said. Why is financing more important than ever right now? Two years ago, it was COVID, and everybody was getting some, some easy money. Now it's, am I going to keep a job? Right. Am I going to keep a job over the next coming years? Hey, how's it going? It's Tim Brown, and this is the Hook Better Leads podcast. And today we're talking about how to build financing fees into your price with Mike O'Connell, otherwise known as Mo, from Moment. How are you, sir? Tim, I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, sir. So I think financing is always an interesting topic, but probably more than ever. Oh, yes. Oh, it's a very interesting topic because who doesn't want to spend less money as a homeowner up, up front in the moment? Uh, yeah. and, and I think that that's really, really important. And it's really important for your close rate. But let's talk about why is financing more important than ever right now? Oh, Tim, I mean, come on. Look at the economy. It's been the talk of the town for last year as far as what's happening. When's the recession going to hit? I feel like we've been in an upcoming recession for two years. And what we've seen is we've seen movement happen along those lines, right? We've seen interest rates go up substantially. That's usually tied into mortgage as a good good barometer. Those rates have gone up to like 7 8% now for a mortgage. And so the economy is always the topic of discussion. And right now, people are thinking, Two years ago, it was COVID, and everybody was getting some some easy money whenever the layoffs were happening. Now it's, am I going to keep a job, right? Am I going to keep a job over the next coming years? And then what, now that money is more expensive, what does that really look like? So two years ago, people had an influx of capital. It was great. They were spending cash. There was a lot of those transactions. Today, people are thinking, I don't know where tomorrow's dollar is. What's the best way for me to leverage other people's money for an immediate purchase, like a leaky roof or a broken air conditioner? People are thinking along those lines. So mm -hmm. that's why finance is more important than ever. And people's credit cards are, you know, sometimes maxed out. Maybe they would have been doing this transaction with that pre-existing credit or something like that. So being able to offer your own at this point, probably, yeah, it, it's crucial. And sometimes these purchases aren't, Obviously, like, it's, it's not a nice to have. Got to have it. That's right. And there's a couple things in there. You know, one is another barometer we use is, is what does credit card usage look like? And in America, it's higher than ever. We have more credit card debt today than we have ever had in the country. So it's significant. People are looking for other resources. It also tells us that they're very cash conscious. So if you as a contractor can provide your own internal financing, that gives you the edge. Mm. You mentioned, you know, what does it do from a closing rate perspective? What does it do from a marketing perspective? Whenever you show that we offer in-house custom payment options, does your phone ring more than your competitor? Mm. And then when you run that appointment, how much is it about price instead of affordability? Those who are starting to close with alternative payment options see their close rate go up quite a bit, but more importantly, they're not having to worry about their pricing strategy as much because customers at the end of the day, they want convenience and they want affordability. That is far more important than the price. That's good. What are the different types of lenders? I know that there's more than one. 
So Tim, in the home improvement space, we've seen a lot of lenders come in, and it's because financing is becoming more and more important. So it's important for those that are looking to add this in as a new tool, know that lenders are very uniquely different and do your due diligence. There's a couple ways to really bifurcate this quickly. The first one is, are they a direct-to-consumer lender or are they an indirect lender? A direct-to-consumer means that while you may sign up and be on a platform, at the end of the day, the funds are ultimately gonna to go to your customers and your customers are gonna pay you and you treat it like a cash transaction. Those type of contractors are very attractive to new, new companies that don't have time in business and may not qualify for another type of financing program. They can plug that in day one. But it's also very risky because those types of loans are usually shorter term, higher interest rate. Now the fees to the contractor are, could be non-existent or very low, so it's really attractive to those younger contractors, but it's not attractive to homeowners. They mm. look and see, well, I can get this interest rate somewhere else better. I can get maybe a, a more affordable payment, or I can get a promotion loan from your competitor. When you're ready to graduate up into indirect lending, that gives the contractor the ability to work with a, with a lender that you get paid. You, the contractor, get the money from the loan directly. Ah. So you can see, Tim, like if the money's going to your customer, if you went in and you, you put a, an application and they got approved and then they get funded themselves in their own bank account, you still have to fight against your competitors that may be lower priced. And you may lose that business even though you created the affordability that homeowner needed. Hmm. An indirect lender, they usually have some higher requirements. You know, you'll have to be in business for about a year. They're going to do a little bit of a background check on the owners on the business, they're gonna to vet to make sure that you're a good contractor and you do good work because ultimately they're gonna pay you the money and then your work needs to hold up because these customers are gonna be paying these loans off for the upcoming years. Hmm, let me let me hear a little bit more about that. You were saying the requirements. Are we talking you have to have a million dollars in business a year or $10 million in business a year? Like what is what is really you know, trust, like, let's say your finances are good, that you've been, you know, pay, you, you have good credit and things like that. But how much business, how many years in business to be able to use one of these programs? Tim, this is where you're going to want to do your due diligence and talk to several lenders. You know, one, and we can go down this conversation about why you should probably partner with more than one, one lender. But, but firstly, when you're talking about adding financing, Ask that exact question. So what is your minimum requirements to come on your platform? And it's mm -hmm. going to vary greatly. Some yeah. lenders require two years in business. They have a certain annual sales volume they require. They do a background check on the owner. They do a credit check on the owner. They ask for two to three years of financial statements, two to three years of tax returns. It can be a pretty arduous process depending on the financing company you want to go with. Yeah, I was just talking to somebody on a call right before this one, right? Literally a phone call right before this. And he said he he has been an important player at a different roofing company, but now he's on his own. It was like, mm -hmm. let's say tens and tens of millions of dollars every year, but now he's on his own. And he is, you know, he's going to be, a, I, I'm betting on him. Like I'm, I might even let him get hook services 
Yeah. Uh, even though he's early, even though we don't do that, we're not normally doing that because he's so good. Like, I think he's going to be good because he was at this other company. But he's like, I can't get these lenders that I want that I, we had at our last company because yeah. it's he's new, new. Hey, thanks for watching this episode. Please like, comment, and subscribe. It really helps other people see this content. We're back every Tuesday and Friday with the podcast, and we've got a ton of other videos. Thanks, guys. Exactly. And so that's where those direct-to-consumer kind of lending strategies come in play. He could pick those up immediately today. However, have him call around and, and yeah. see. Some lenders, Tim, will account for time in business or industry experience as the same. Mm. So I think if he knocks on enough doors, has enough conversations with his track record, he might be able to get picked up. If not, many, many lenders like Moment are only looking for one year time in business. Okay. So go out there, get, get your, you know, get established and then you're not too far away. Working with a direct I like, I like how you're about to say, like, get your licenses, get your stuff. And then you're like, oh, yeah, roofing doesn't have that half the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like how you did that math. Your head. Maybe that's what you did. I don't know. I was, man. We worked in so many different verticals, you know. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Yeah. Um, sometimes, like, some states have more licensing, some have less. Um, yeah. Okay. So, we talked about the direct and indirect, which, thank you for clarifying those. That's new to me. Uh, I yeah. hope it's new information for some people listening. Um, you mentioned talking to multiple. What? Why? Why have multiple different lenders? So right, Anton, we talked about it in the beginning, how the economy's changed. Right? Think about it from a lender's perspective. Things are really tightening and changing as far as in the financial space. So there's going to be different underwriting changes that occur. And then mm -hmm. you have lenders that really specialize in certain credit profiles. Sure. So in a very general way, it's it's nice to have a lender that specializes in what we call the first look space. Those are your customers, they have prime, they have super prime credit. They're gonna have multiple opportunities, multiple products available to them. From like promotional loans to lower interest rates and longer terms, those are well-qualified customers. And a lot of homeowners do fall into that bucket. Now that's great from a first look. From a second look is those who maybe don't pass or meet those parameters. So you need to have a secondary lender that work with those that are more credit challenged. Mm, That's what we say. That's a nice way of putting it, Mike. That's um, right. Talk to me about that. Okay, so are, are you willing to mention any names that work with that kind of secondary? You know, not secondary. We don't want to mix terms, but that um, credit challenged type of customer? You know, Tim, I'm going to play Switzerland on the podcast. There's several that are really good in both the first look and the second look space. It's going to be up to the contractor to find the one that fits their needs, their workflows. Okay. Keep in mind, we all have different pro products available. So some may have like a 12-month same as cash or 24-month same as cash, even a 60-month equal pay, right? Like, like there's all these different types of offerings. They have different interest rates from, from mm -hmm. 599 to 1199 to 1799 in different terms. You mm -hmm. need to talk to each one to find out what are the programs I want to offer my customers? Because mm -hmm. this is what's different about indirect lenders is that you as a contractor have the opportunity to put aggressive products in front of your customers that beat the bank. 
The only mm. way you can do that is to buy down the rates or to okay. buy in advance for a promotion offer. So when okay. you see 12 months same as cash, that's because the contractor is paying a discount in order to offer that to their customers. They yeah. need to be able to build that into their pricing strategy. When you start that's saying- what we're it, talking about building financing into the price. That's what we're talking about. The, the contractor is actually fronting money to make the, the deal cheaper for the homeowner. Is that the idea? That, that's exactly the idea. And what's great is a lot of lenders will have many products for the contractor to choose, and they come at different prices. So finding the ones that fit best for your pricing strategy or building a pricing strategy around the products you want to offer is very important. Let me give you a very easy example to understand this, okay? Let's say we had a $10,000 roof and we wanted to offer a six months, no interest, no payments to get the customer to be able to do the work today, but maybe they have some insurance proceeds that are coming or a bonus at work or or six months is enough time that they can afford to move forward with your project. They just mm -hmm. can't do it today, right? So put that in your marketing. The phone rings. You close the opportunity. You now have a $10,000 roof that you're going to go install. It's important to know that that product, what the dealer fee is on it. For example, let's say that was a 5% dealer fee. That means whenever the financing company pays you, the contractor, you're going to get 95% of that loan volume. So you're going to get paid $9,500 in this example. And then the finance company is going to keep that $500. That's their cost to put a promotion loan in front of the customer or to put a more aggressive interest rate in front of the customers. Much like in a mortgage, you can buy down the rates. Contractors can do that for your customers to be the most aggressive and tr truly treated as lead gen or a closing tool. Wow. Well, that's actually that's really cool. cool. Yeah, man. That's when you look at contractors, it, take a look at maybe the QR top 500 list, right? Then, you know, the, the roofing top 100 list as well. Look at those that are retail focused and you'll find that they often close and leave with financing because it's what the consumers are demanding. 100%. And yeah, like we've talked about, if you can close the, if you can close at a higher rate, it's often very much worth it. Um, let's talk about what are fees for a second. Yeah. 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 Give me, give me that, that round out that topic before we move on to the next one. Cause look, man, this is always the first question that people yeah. ask whenever they, they call somebody like me, they're like, Mike, I heard about your program. It's great. Send me the rate sheet. What are the fees? It's like, First off, that's not the right question you should be asking. You should be asking like, what are your requirements to be on the platform, which we covered? And then what's your underwriting look like? Are you a first look lender? Are you a second look lender? Are all your products gonna be available to customers that fit this credit criteria? Once you uncover that, yes, this is the type of lender I wanna work with, and they're actually putting these offers in front of my customer, it's a really important question nowadays as things are tightening then focus on the fees. If you look at the fees today, it may be aggressive. You may say, this guy's leading on fees, but he's only making that product available to maybe like an 800 and above FICO. The majority of your customers won't be able to see that product. So it's a mute point. So fees are very important. Now, when you build this into your pricing strategy, Tim, 
This is uh, every roofer I talked to through the COVID years had supply chain issues. We saw material costs go up as well. They had multiple price increases throughout the year that they needed to adjust for. Pretty substantial. And I believe this happens on an annual basis. When you bring in a tool like affordability, treat it as such. This is an additional cost of goods sold. Mm -hmm. So are you going to account for that financing fee on each job? Or are you going to build in to your overall pricing strategy? Those are the conversations you should have with the, the lending partner you work with on what are your fees? How do I incorporate this into my pricing strategy so that you're yeah. not taking my net profit? In fact, yeah, exactly. I, the basic inclination would just to be to make this overhead. You can make it. There's, there's a few strategies. You can make it transactional. So yeah. build it into every price and then you could, you know, then, it, cash then it's like in that particular case, that's, it's essentially like cost of goods sold almost. Correct. So you can treat it as a COGS. Okay. Absolutely. Right. That makes it, I feel like you're kind of nudging us towards this. Think about it as COGS and let's yes. not, let's not be like, you know, if you think of it that way, it's just, it's increasing the likelihood that that deal closes, but you're not like, carving out of your like you say you're not carving out of your overhead because like ultimately like a lot of us probably have goals around keeping our overhead low right like and we're trying to but if it's you know like a lot of us a lot of people in the roofing space are spending a lot of money to close every deal like there's they're spending a lot of money on a salesperson's commission right and this is kind of in that line that's we're kind of thinking of that in that line almost yeah that's exactly right. That's usually the first way that I see this being adopted for contractors that are bringing financing in for the first time. Mm -hmm. They just treat it like the line item and it makes a lot of sense in that space. And then you can just drop it the discount. You know, let's say you mm -hmm. have 10% built in for financing. You're not going to use it. It's a cash deal. Great. You have a price drop. Your net margins are still the same. Ah, and, and yes. Is. I love that. Okay. That's, that might be basic to you, but that's brilliant to me. You always have it built in. And then you drop it, you drop that price and call it the, the cash discount. Okay. Maybe, maybe most roofers know this. I don't know. Well, those that don't come to me and say, Mike, you're taking 10% of, in that example, 10% of my net profit, man, that's not right. It's like, no, we didn't do it. We didn't build it in on the front end and treat this as a valuable tool to help grow your business. Yeah. And so that's how you can do it in a COGS form. Tim, you mentioned about building it into overhead and yeah. I'll tell you right now, Every other industry does this. Yeah. In fact, I have a pretty nice workshop where I can outlay a couple models on how to do it. Okay. So happy to share that with, with everybody as, yeah, as well. And you said you're doing like kind of some events around the country soon with uh, certainty that's that you're going to be actually diving into this in much more detail and with visuals and all that. That's right. I'm, I'm really yeah. exciting. As fun as financing is, you know, we're going to have an hour workshop. I think it's actually really fun, Mike. I think money it's, is fun. You either, you either love it or it's yeah. boring. So, you know, yeah. we're going to put, we're going to put the fun in financing and yeah. we're going to break it down. Right. Because at the end of the day, if you know, the most successful contractors in any industry are leveraging this first, then why wouldn't we want to adopt it as well? So I'm going to show you a few different pricing strategies of how to build these fees in. And more importantly, once you've built this strategy into your business, how does your business flourish and grow? How do you get more leads? How do you close more business with it? It's just a no-brainer to embed this tool in, in, in today's environment.
So we, we talked about cogs and we now we talk about how we build it in with overhead. And then it's an even easier conversation at that point. So it's uh, there's a couple ways to skin it. Love to show everybody how. I'll be doing this workshop at the Certainties and Vets. I think we're gonna have three before the end of the year. And I'm sure I'll put something out in a recorded way as well. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So I know that you kind of are the behind the scenes lender for a lot of these, um, like some of these like software companies and different like bigger players. So talk to me about what are are some of your biggest partners that you work with? Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm I'm very excited. You know, Moment is is a, a proud referral partner with Atlas Shingles. But you mentioned software partners. Yeah. And I couldn't be more excited about the, the UI and the experience that Rufal is bringing to the table for financing. So I have so, a quick question before the, before we get into this in more detail, because we love Rufal and your guys' service with them is called Contractor Loan Pro, correct? correct? But you were saying that there is a little bit more of an approval process for roofers directly. So it's not... There is a secondary component to this where they, if they were on Contractor Loan Pro and Rufal, they do have to get approved um, to, for the usage of this component. Is that correct? That, that is correct. Any indirect lender that, that someone wants to work with is going to go through a vetting process. Okay. So if you want to get paid directly from the financing company, they're going to vet you. That's just the way it is. And I, Mike, I guess one other quick question on this is it's – not really a true e-commerce platform yet. I can't just like purchase roof just yet, right? Like, so it's a lead gen thing. So it's just on the front end, if you turn this component on, that it helps draw the picture to the homeowner of like a monthly payment. Is that correct? Does your company want to build your brand and get more jobs in the neighborhoods you're currently working in? The Brick by Brick playbook allows you to establish your brand, your reputation, and gain trust in any neighborhood in your service area with a series of four postcards sent once a week to the neighbors of your current jobs. If you want to get more work in the neighborhoods you're currently working in, get with the team at Dope Marketing and get your brick-by-brick playbook set up today. You know what? I tell you, Tim, you got to have Travis on. you got to have Mike on yeah. to talk about Rufal and all the things that are rolling out. It's pretty pretty unique tool, pretty magical. I can tell you what the Contractor Loan Pro experience looks like inside of it. Yes, sir. Please. So when people talk to me, I work for a company called Moment Technologies, and we're more infrastructure to get into platforms and, and really be a complement to what Rufal is doing. I'm super bullish on Rufal because of the experience that they've provided. They've absolutely nailed it. And, and what I mean by that is that when a customer comes onto their platform, they get you know, they get the opportunity to look at different payment options. It's my understanding they're presented a price and then they're given a promotion offer or a payment option. And anytime a customer wants to look at it, an opportunity except cash or besides cash, it's going to go through Contractor Loan Pro, which is the exclusive financing program completely inside of Rufal. Now, that experience is amazing because Rufal has accounted for the fees. So if everything I just said over the last 10, 20 minutes is confusing, Rufal made it easy through technology. They're saying, come onto our platform, get signed up with Contractor Loan Pro. When you're on that platform, 
we'll guide you. We'll let you, we'll ask you which two, three programs you want your customers to see. And we'll make sure that the cost of those loan programs are built into the price that's presented for you. So it's always about growing your top line and keeping your bottom line safe. Hey, I love to hear that. And then like when you're saying that you're the referral partner for Atlas, do you guys have any like online aspects of that or how do you, how are you guys referring business back and forth? Just curious. Yeah. Atlas pros are able to, to log into their, their portal or connect. And when they look under the financing tools, they'll see a, they'll see a moment as a referral partner. Yeah. And they're incentivized to go and sign up through that link. And, you know, throughout the year, we participate in a lot of events and special opportunities for Atlas contractors. Awesome. Love to hear it. Um, hey, with all this stuff with financing being more important than ever, can you give us just a little bit more about Moment in particular and how people can get a hold of you? Absolutely. If you're an Atlas Pro, please log on to your, your pro portal, go and connect. Moment.com. The vowels cost extra, guys. We drop the E. So M-O-M-N-T. <laughs> yeah. I, I believe Tim's going to throw throw the link up on there. Yes, we you know, will. Or, I would believe the the word, the actual word moment would have been a very expensive domain. Uh, that's right. Yeah. And possibly trademarks. Yes, but exactly. I, I'm sure. Know, so, so we have it with, without the E. Moment's built for, for point of sale. It's built for infrastructure opportunities like what we're doing with Rufal. But we also do work directly with contractors as well. So if they, they want to learn more about our solution and how it's different, we really believe that our process is very intuitive for contractors, whether it's your first time using financing or you're, you're well-versed in it, that you'll see that our programs and our process are, are, are streamlined and efficient so that no matter your knowledge base, you can pick it up and be successful day one. You love to hear that. Some of you finance guys are pretty smart and, uh, you know, we just want to make it easy, right, for the homeowner. I think that that's what it comes down to, making it easy and, you know, do a little bit of this hard work on the front end and we're more likely to make it easy for the homeowner, right? It's hard, it's, it's hard to figure out at the beginning, but once you get it down, I think it's the best. It's a great part of a lot of people's playbook. So, Tim, let's, if you have a second... Yeah. You know, let's talk about, you know, why is, why is financing confusing or frustrating to some contractors? Yeah. It's because sure. of all the parties that are involved at this moment in time. Mm -hmm. So, so if you think about it, first, you're going to have the owner and the, the owner needs to choose the finance company and, and pick the products and consider the fees. And there's a lot of work that goes on with the owner. And then on the other hand, you have the sales rep in the organization that has to be able to sell and talk about the payment options and the different, you know, the different affordability tools that the company has. Mm -hmm. And then you have the homeowner that needs to be able to absorb this in one and they need to see attractive rates and plans that talk to them. Mm -hmm. If you could put a technology that has this eloquent conversation that solves all three parties needs at one time, I would say that's what moment does uniquely okay. different than any, any other finance company. Brilliant. I love to hear that. And I mean, making it simple is incredibly valuable. Um, I really appreciate you spending the time. Guys, once again, it's moment.com without the E. Um, they they did spring for one vowel. There you go. Um, and then the podcast is hey, put we on. we had to keep the vowel. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. It's crucial. <laughs> love to hear it. And the podcast is put on by hookagency.com. Hook agency all over social and uh, I'm proud that you got that ring light working. It looks great. 
if, you so, if you didn't see the, the the YouTube version, you just imagine Mike O'Connell in all of his glory right now, just beaming with light and energy as you will see him at the certainty events. And I hope that all of you guys have an, an amazing day. And we'll see you later. Bye.